Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Facig. This podcast is brought to you by Paleo Works. It's a locally owned meal prep kitchen with a passion for paleo. They make it easy for people to have the nutrition they need when they need it. They deliver weekly menus of heat and eat paleo meals, athlete recovery meals, and bulk macro items for those of you counting macros, as well as a variety of side items that can be added to your order. Their meals feature 100% grass-fed, all-natural and hormone-free chicken, beef, and pork. They have pickup locations all over the place to make it easy for you to pick up your meals, and they also have delivery options around Nashville area for a small fee. Paleo Works wants to make nutrition the easiest part of your day. This podcast is brought to you by NutriShop Franklin. Go on by NutriShop Franklin for all your personal needs. You need supplements? They got it. You need your protein? They got it. You need a pick-me-up? need to drink a bang? They got it. So go check them out in Franklin in the Cool Springs area. When you stop in and you see Kyle, say, hey, Jacob said you got some good stuff here. I'll tell you, you won't be disappointed because they have unrivaled customer service. So go check them out and tell them you heard about them and the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Go check out the uh, website at barbell-voodoo.com for all your awesome apparel needs. And also check out Barbell Voodoo Private Label. We just want to be a part of anything you're doing and anything you need printed. That's the place to have it done. In the meantime, enjoy the podcast. All right. Well, welcome to another episode of the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Uh, we are sitting down with two elite athletes moving into the college world of life, <laughs> and they're already shaking their heads. But on this podcast, we have uh, Kate Devine. She is going to be the female voice, the lone female voice in this podcast. And so when she perks up, you'll know who that is, since you can't see her. And then we have uh, Asher Tabor. And uh, he will be the male voice other than myself and Dan. Can you say hi, Dan? Hey, how you doing? That's Dan's voice. <laughs> so uh, we're uh, so the, these two cats are a product of Brand X, uh, which is a trading methodology um, and uh, program. Uh, that Dan leads um, out of CrossFit Wilco in his house and wherever he is, Mr. Brand X in this, in this town. And so uh, these guys have been working out with him and training and moving on to uh, amazing and great things. And so what I figured we'd do today is kind of start out um, with Kate because ladies first, chivalry is not dead in the world. Can I get an amen on that? And, um, and so we'll, we'll start with uh, Kate. And so Kate, welcome. Uh, we want to, welcome you but also man I, I would love to hear about kind of your experience with fitness kind of when wh where did it start and kind of up to now and where you're going okay well thank you for having me um so I started working out with coach Q almost a year ago I guess um and I started because we played another team and their keeper was on the national team and I asked my coach what I needed to do to get real, uh, to get noticed like she did. And she said, you need to get bigger and stronger and faster. So I started So you play, you play soccer and your position, yes. you're a keeper field. Okay. Awesome. 
I started working out with Coach Q and started seeing improvements, getting stronger, getting faster, getting more control over my body, which is what I really needed. <laughs> and just stuck with it, went in the mornings, went in the afternoons, anytime I could. And been almost a year now, so. So what did, like, what what year was that? When How old were you when you saw that, that other girl and you were like, okay, I want to be like her one day? Like what? Just last year, last June. Last year, yeah. That's really cool. And so what, what stuck out about her? Like what, I mean, was there a save that she had or? Um, as soon as you saw her, you knew like the way she carried herself, the way she acted, she was big, she was muscular. And I just asked how she got noticed. And my coach said, she just carries herself like an athlete and you need to start doing that. So, <laughs> so go be an athlete. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. That's awesome. So what school is this? What, where were you in school? I'm at Brentwood high school. Well, I was at Brentwood high school. Right, yeah. But that yeah. was for travel. Okay. Yeah. And that was for travel team? What travel team was it? Tennessee Soccer Club. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Part of that. So get be become more athletic. That's one of the funniest things because um, we, we always talk about in training and stuff how uh, – we've all had that experience where a coach has told us that like we've, we've flubbed a lift or something weird. And, and then all of a sudden they're like, could you be more athletic? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I'm confident I could be, you know, like, <laughs> but you, you had that example to see in front of you and, and kind of know more about what she, you know, your coach was talking about, I guess at that point. Mm-hmm. So what did coach Q do to you? Like what, what, what did, I mean, did he, he just break you down and carve you from the essence of like rock? Um, well, I went in and told him I need to gain strength. And so we started with just like the basic movements, bracing your core, keeping your knees out, stuff like that. Mm. And yeah. So why did you go to him though? Why, what, why did, why did he pop on your radar? Well, I went to a few CrossFit classes, like, four years ago with him. And then my sister oh, cool. went to elementary school with him. And so just kind of knew each other. So, yeah, that's really neat. Mm-hmm. I like that. So where, what CrossFit gyms did you drop into? I don't you know. Remember? The last one he was at, I don't know what that one was called. <laughs> yeah. When we were, I'll chime in. When we were original CrossFit kids and teens, mm-hmm be at cool springs and then we transitioned as brand x evolved into being exclusively brand x and then kate went her own way with soccer and team training and then uh even though we went to wilco their family seek out more of the one-on-one training over the last year so she could get the individualized attention um to work on her specific goals to get her ready for vanderbilt and d1 soccer mm-hmm. So as a, as a girl, were you scared of anything moving into, you know, moving the barbell around and weightlifting and doing that kind of stuff, Olympic lifts and things like that? Were there any kind of apprehensions as a soccer player? Like for instance, and I, and I'm not asking because, you know, for any other reason other than I had this conversation just 
two days ago with a guy in, in my gym. We got done working out. And we were talking afterwards, and um, and he said, "Man, I've never deadlifted over 200." And I was like, well, has. <laughs> "You just did." Like, like he just he was like, "I just killed my PR by like you know I don't know I think he did like 265 or something like that." And and I was like, "What? Like that, that's crazy!" Like you you played soccer like like you're a soccer player and he's like we didn't lift weights and i was like are you kidding me like not not once um and so this was like and he's quite a bit older than you at this point like he's he's played a while but but he was like this is new for him were there were there any things that were weird or like made you nervous about doing any of that not really i mean i hadn't really lifted that like that before but mm-hmm. I knew it was what I had to do to get ready for college. And so I kind of just went at it with that mindset that it's what I needed. And I trusted Coach Q to give me the right movements and keep watching so I don't get hurt. And he did. So, good. yeah, yeah. He, he's good. He's not going to let you get hurt. Yeah. He, he probably has never coached you to say, be more athletic either, has he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never said that. All right. So, um, so you, so how, how quick did you see a performance change? Um, I didn't necessarily notice one, but my coaches did. And then I started thinking like, okay, like this is really working. It could like, I can keep doing this and keep getting better. And I noticed it. We had one game and, I just like played better than I had in a long time. And my college coach was there and he noticed that I had gotten stronger and I was looking stronger. So that's when I really realized that it was helping a lot. That's awesome. Yeah. Did you ever have any issues with injuries? Um, I had in the past, like my back used to really bother me, but this has actually really helped. Like I haven't, it hasn't flared up any, so yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> this is, uh, this is the conversation I have all the time with, with people. <laughs> it's like grow, growing strength is a protectant for your body. And it, it is really a good thing, especially, you know, in sports, um, especially with like female athletes right now, um, with certain injuries that are very prevalent right now in the athletic community, especially with teens, mm-hmm. um, and soccer players specifically. So that that's, that's what I figured that you were going to say. So I baited it just to see if you would say it. <laughs> That's cool. Um, so you had a great senior year. Mm-hmm. Senior was good. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> That's all you got for me. Just, just, it was fine. Um, the soccer season was really good. We lost in the state championship, but. Oh man. Yeah. It was sad. Bye, the bye. team they beat three times, right? Yeah. We had already beaten that team three times. And then they oh came. no! Yeah. Who was it? Which was which? Worse, it yeah. was Ravenwood, our district rival. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, I was hoping it was like some Memphis team or something. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ravenwood, cross town. But that's even worse, man. Yeah. For those of you that don't, you know, that aren't in Nashville or Williamson County, where these two schools are, uh, they are not very far away from each other. <laughs> So that's that's even worse of a loss right there. <laughs> yeah, it was awful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's really cool. So, okay, uh, a few 
little rapid fire questions for you I have for you. And maybe just two. May not get to three, but favorite lift. What's your favorite lift? Uh, hang cleans. <laughs> hang cleans. Or deadlift. I like deadlift. Deadlift? Yeah. All right. So you show up in college, which we still haven't talked about where you're going or anything yet, and you want to impress people. Mm-hmm. You you pull out a bar. Which one are you going to do? Are you going to do a hang clean or are you going to do a deadlift? Deadlift. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And what's your uh, what's your what, what's your max? What you what, what have you got? One rep max. Two is it twenty five? Or I don't. I think it's two twenty five. That's that's balling right there. Yeah, probably around two five. We don't like they'll both tell you we don't. We never really focus on the one rep max. It's more about reps. Um, but they are both yeah. proficient enough in the lift after two that. They safely can do that, but it's never been about that one big lift. It's always, as Kate can say, it's always what? When you lift it, it's how what? Oh, how it moves? <laughs> yes, how, how well you move yeah. it. That's right. It doesn't well, matter if it's the empty bar or 300 pounds. That's what we want. Mm-hmm. Well, you moving around over 200 I'm super impressed by so. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> the fact that and you just she, said she can do it well. Yeah, yeah. I, I bet there's probably more in the tank if you really wanted to go for it. I guess, but that's awesome. Yeah. Um. So, what are you going to do next? Um, I'm going to Vanderbilt to play soccer. That's awesome. Yeah, so I'm really excited for that. So tell tell me about that. What's uh, how do, how do you get to be on the Vanderbilt soccer team? How do you even consider Vanderbilt? Why are you going to Vanderbilt? Um. Well, I went to a camp in eighth grade, and that's how I kind of started talking to the coaches. Hmm. And I knew I wanted to go there because of like how the team works. It's all about hard work, mentality, fighting till the end, stuff like that just hard work. And I like that a lot. I like competing and that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to go there and I go in like a month. So it's really exciting. <laughs> Less than a month. Mm-hmm. Less than a month. So how, how does it, so you wanted to go there. Did, did you apply? Were you scouted? Like did people just like, have y'all heard about Kate? Um, like, well, Coaches go to your games. So once I went to their camp, they just kept coming to my games consistently. Oh, very cool. Yeah. I visited a few times and then I committed the summer going into my sophomore year. So it's been a long time, but. Wow. That is early. Is that normal? Like, is that a normal thing for people to commit that early? It was then, but then they changed the rules. So you can't even talk to coaches until you're a junior. Interesting. Yeah. So how does the Vanderbilt team work? Do you, is there multiple teams on like this roster, like a JV or a freshman team or anything like that? Like how did, or is it just the Vanderbilt team and you earn your place in the field as you go? Like what's the. Yeah. It's just like a roster of 25, I think. And you earn your place to play. You go in not knowing who's going to play and it could change every week. Wow. Yeah. So you're one of 25. How many keepers are on the team? There will be three. You know? Okay. A senior, a sophomore, and then me. Huh. Yeah. 
Nobody junior year came in, huh? Mm-mm. Good. <laughs> That's really cool. Mm-hmm. And and so you you get there the nineteenth and start working out and and scrimmaging and playing and getting I ready for the season. May have to get tested and all that mm-hmm. stuff for like two days, and then we start working out with the fitness coach. And I don't think we can start practicing with the actual coaches until August third. So we'll yeah. be there like running and lifting. Sounds awesome. Except for the running. Yeah. <laughs> so what are you going to, what's your major? What are you going to study when you get there? I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm just going in undecided and taking some random classes to see what I like, but mm-hmm. I don't know yet. Well, there's a, there's a lot of gen ed to get out of the way. I'm mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. So <clears throat> that's awesome. I love it. Mm-hmm. Man, Vanderbilt goalie here coming out. <laughs> Soon enough. Excited. Congratulations. That's that's really I mean, that's really a phenomenal thing. I love Vanderbilt. I grew up here in Nashville and uh, used to go to the Vanderbilt football games and stuff like that. I think it's a it's a great school and man, I don't know why people don't punch their ticket to go there to get a mm-hmm. really great education. Yeah. Um so um proud of you. That's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you can do something to save old people like me one day. I don't know. Something in the world. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's awesome. Well, uh, let's shift over to Asher. What's up, guys? Are you tired of spending more time in your business than on your business? Are you uh, unclear about the next step to take to grow your business? Maybe you haven't even started yet. Is it hard for you to, I don't know, come up with a vision and cast it uh, with your staff? Well, I wrote this book to help you figure those things out. A Failure's Guide to Business Success. I take you through my story of starting a gym on food stamps and unemployment to doing over $2 million in business over the course of my 12 year career. I put all that in here. It's a step-by-step guide just for you. And if you click all the way through, not only will you get the book, but you'll see some extra bonuses that we have for you at the end. Grab the book. I'm excited for you to have it. So go check out that book at affailuresguidetobusinesssuccess.com. See if we can get off mute here and move on over. Hey, buddy. What's up? Welcome back. Did you get a nap or anything? You okay? Yeah, I'm doing good. You're doing all right. Just, good. just getting inspired by Kate's story, you know. I feel like I got a one-upper here, but we're going to see how it goes. I don't think I can. Oh, I go <laughs> all out, man. You need to try. Why not, right? <laughs> you guys are pretty cool people. I like you. Um, so t- tell us about yourself, Asher. Um, what's your kind of story? How did you get involved with Brand X, and how did you get, get going with all that? Uh, so I guess I, I started thinking about West Point into my sophomore year and it was really a good place for that because it was kind of the boundary right before you actually start the process of applying and, you know, where you're just thinking about it. Mm-hmm. So I was able to transition pretty quickly into actually getting everything together to start, you know, getting in my application, finding the sources for nominations. And then I started thinking about the fitness component of it. Well, hold yeah. on. Let's 
Let's talk about that real quick because I'm, sure. I'm sure a lot of people don't know what it takes to go to a school like West Point. And, and you said it, the nominations, that that's that's not an easy feat. That's not something you just like. It's not a school that you apply for and go, I hope my application is good and they maybe talk to me. Like what, what kind of nominations do you have to get to, in order to go do that? Right. So in order to even be considered for an appointment to West Point, you have to um, apply for a nomination from a member of Congress or the vice president or president, depending on, you know, if you're, if you have military family and stuff, there's some exceptions, but for me, it was um, our two senators and our district seven congressmen. Mm -hmm. So you have to go through it. It's its own separate thing, completely uh, separated from West Point where you apply to receive basically their green light to be considered for West Point. And that's mm -hmm. the way it's been done since 1802 when the school was done. Yeah, it is an incredible process. Like it is, it is <laughs> any, every time I've heard about it, which I, I'm confident most people don't know. Cause I remember the first time I heard about it and a kid was telling me all that he had to go through to just, just to even be considered to even get on a desk somewhere, you know? And I was going, Holy cow. And the process to get your Congress person to, to sign off or, or, or your Senator to sign all those kind of things um, don't just happen with like an email and you get it next week. Like it takes a lot of perseverance and, and that's, that's, that's what people kind of, I think don't realize, um, the gravity of, of you just going, Oh, I applied there, you know, got interested in going like it's, it's a big deal. So that, that's really cool. So, okay. So sorry, I start for the break there. I just wanted no, that's fine. <laughs> our listeners to understand that. So, um, yeah. so then, so then what, what happened then? So, so, uh, West point as Part of their uh, application, they have a fitness test called the CFA Candidate Fitness Assessment. It's the you know normal military things: pull ups, push ups, sit ups, mile run. Um, and I started thinking about how I'm going to prepare for that and just being overall fit for the military, you know, lifestyle, as well as all the tests I'm going to have to be doing in order to even stay qualified to be at West Point or to get in. Mm -hmm. And so I, I think me and Kate's sister share something. We both had Coach Q as our elementary school PE coach. And uh, we heard that he was doing the Brand X training programming. And I, it, it was a good fit for what I was trying to do. And it, that's how I started training there. Yeah, yeah. So when was at what what point did you start that? What how how long ago was that? So I just finished uh, track season junior year when I started okay. with coach. So I was coming out of that, getting kind of the feeling of how in shape I was, and then I you know started working on my actual strength mm -hmm. uh, with coach. So were you what kind of running did you do? Did you say track? Is that what you said? Yeah, I did a short distance of 100. Okay. I just did it for the workout. It was kind of a application filler slash way to, you know, to kind of test myself, see where I was at fitness wise. Well, that's balling because I would I would not run unless a bear was chasing me. Um, <laughs> so you voluntarily just doing that so you could put it on a resume is way beyond anything in the scope of my mind to ever do. 
Um, <laughs> uh, so that's pretty cool. So, I mean, you had to be in pretty decent shape when you show up to, you know, coach Q here. And, um, what did you think about when you kind of understand you want to get more fit and more athletic or whatever, whatever word you want to use there, but like what walking in the door, spending a couple of days there, what was kind of going through your mind and what you guys were doing? Well, starting off, I, I, I wasn't really, you know, familiar with the concept of strength as the foundation of all fitness. So the weightlifting stuff, it all seemed kind of extra to me. Because, mm. you know, when you think of weightlifting, you think of Arnold in there doing his bicep curls, that sort of thing. Yeah, but, you yeah. Know, you know, my previous experiences with, you know, training for any anything, you know, track, the running, I rock climbed a lot for a while and tried to get competitive with that. So a lot of, I was pretty scatterbrained as far as what kind of fitness I actually, you know, enjoyed and understanding mm-hmm. of just how it worked. So starting with coach, of course, learning how to stay safe when you're doing a lift. That was the first thing we did and working the technique and just getting introduced to the basic lifts, you know, press, squat, bench, deadlift. It was really fun and I enjoyed, you know, getting to do these new movements and especially when I was, you know, able to add weight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a friend that always says uh, strength is never a weakness, no. which sounds sounds dumb, but it like the the more I've thought about it, he said he said he said it first uh, the first time to me, and I was like, uh, okay, I was like that's just a dumb st- statement yeah. um, until I until I kind of realized like what he was saying with it, you know, and how important it is to to be strong. Um, it's not something that slows you down. It's not something that um, creates uh, you know a bad thing in your body. You know, I, I mean, if you're doing it well and properly, then it's a really really good and healthy thing to do. So. So, uh, so what, so, okay. You, you weren't sure about all of it going, going in. So what, what kind of, I mean, you stayed with it. So what kind of changed your mind? How did, how did that develop? Well, um, I, I knew I wanted to go to West Point and, you know, that's where all this started. So that was always probably my number one driving factor. Um, and then just being able to see, improvements over time like after the first three months four months five months i i really started to tell not only by how much i was lifting but also just doing normal day-to-day you know practical things lifting something Mm -hmm. heavy i noticed myself starting to implement the kind of techniques and uh form that i was learning there Mm -hmm. and you just start to feel more sturdy as a person walking around stronger i guess is sure. the best word so what's the what's the deal with your attraction to to west point like why why did that come about you said your sophomore year i think is that right yeah uh i've always had a lot of family in the military okay you know going back my parents neither of them were in the military but i aunts and uncles grandfathers great-grandfathers uh and hearing about them growing up i'm sure you know, instilled in me a desire to go the military route. Um, West Point, I knew I wanted to join the military by that point in my life. And at West Point, you know, again, being in the range where I could apply 
and still be able to make up for any years when that wasn't my goal. Mm -hmm. That really influenced me. My thought was, okay, I have one chance to go ahead and start doing this to get on this track and, you know, do, do it. And I did. So, um, I guess it was kind of an impulse decision at the start. I don't know. (laughs) looking back on it when I put it like that, but <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's been a really cool experience. I've learned a lot. Yeah. I mean, when you, when you know, you know, you know, that impulse can be a gut thing as well. So, right. you know, it's, it's, uh, it's like when I went to college, like I applied to one school and that was it. Like, that's all I wanted to apply for. That was the only thing I was interested in going to. And right. sure enough, it worked out, worked out. All right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that's really cool. And so what's your kind of long-term goals there? Like just uh, besides, you know, getting to West Point, graduating, what what are you, you got goals beyond that yet? Uh, it's only five years away, but I'm sure it's going to feel like a lot longer while I'm there. I, yeah. I just like to get in there, second lieutenant, you know, you get a platoon of soldiers I just like to see how I respond to that. And, you know, if I'm able to, if I enjoy having that kind of responsibility and if it's Mm -hmm. something I'd like to, you know, focus on leading, I'll probably just try and continue that path in the military as long as I can. That's cool. Well, uh, you know, come up with a really cool workout that you do every single day and you could be immortalized in the CrossFit world forever. I'll have to work on that. Yeah, man. Geez. All right. So what's, <laughs> what's your favorite lift? Do you have a favorite lift? Uh, probably deadlift. I mean, there's, there's no way just around it. I know freaking raw power. Like little yes. deadlift, you know, followers. Yeah. But, so what do you have? Like four or five? What do you got? I'm just joking. You don't, you don't max out. I already got, <laughs> I already got accosted for that by coach Q. I don't want to, no, um, Q and I are working on a good 300. That's our goal That's right awesome. now. Yeah. Baby yeah. Steps, four or five. Will, He'll get there. It's in, in the future. Maybe, yeah. maybe pretty far, but we're working on it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it'll come when you need it. It's like, uh, like Harry Potter and his, uh, you know, broomstick or whatever. Um, <laughs> I've been watching all that series. I don't even know why I had to reference it. I just, <laughs> I've been watching them all over again, and it—I don't know. Did yeah, y'all? Are, are, are you, yeah. Are y'all too old for Harry Potter, or did y'all get into that at all? I'll yes, you were into it. For yourself on that one. Okay. All right. Well, I, I loved it, and I read the series, and I literally cried at the end of the last book because it was so beautiful, and my heart was warmed, and I'm not ashamed of it. That's all I gotta say. Um, well, that, that's really awesome, man. Like, uh, so in so this year, you're you're moving, in, you're going to school in, in Marion, right? Like Marion Military Institute first, right? Yes, sir. All right. So t- tell me, tell me about this plan. Like, you're you're moving in there in August, um, starting that. So I'm in a so, program there that's designed to prepare me for West Point. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'll be doing basically the same things I would be doing at West Point, except I'm in Alabama doing it with people from other service academies, you know, Naval Academy, Air Force Academy that are in the same spot I am. 
where they almost got in. And, you know, the Association of Graduates picked them up and said, you'll go here for a year and then we'll find you a spot at West Point or wherever. So which which branch is West Point? Army. Associated with Army. Okay. I, w- one, I learned a few years ago, which I didn't know, that each one of those major ones are associated with a branch of the military service, but um, which I didn't realize at the time, um, like the Citadel and, and things like that. And so um, I also can't keep all that in my mind, but that's really cool. So is so. I, I know you didn't say you did, but like you don't, you don't have any kind of aspiration. Like you want to go like to ranger school one day, maybe, or anything like that. Like, are you, you know, special forces or anything or. Oh no. Yeah. Um, I want to branch infantry. It's definitely the most versatile wing of the army in my okay. opinion. And mm-hmm. all infantry officers go to ranger school. Cool. So I will be, I will be there. Yeah. One day. That's awesome. I love that. Well, you'll be ready for it. Just the foundation that uh, Coach Q has laid for you guys at this point. Like, I'm super envious of how early you guys have started, even though with even in terms of Brand X and, and how young that they, you know, start kids, you guys started relatively, I guess, late, you know, with that. But like, to me, it's super early. And the foundation that, that he has laid for you, because I know how great of a coach he is. Um, is going to be amazing moving forward. Um, and it also may be super frustrating because you're going to experience strength coaches or people who do strength stuff that are going to tell you things and you know, we're wrong. Um, so be, be gentle with them. Um, cause you don't need to, you know, run suicides until you vomit every day because you mouth off to them. But, uh, but I, I can't imagine that not happening. <laughs> we, we, we talk about that. I say when you're under someone else's coach, you got to listen to them. But still confidently, they know how to brace their core, how to rotate their femurs, how to set their scaps. They'll be in the right position. Yeah. It'll just be the problem if they're saying, look up when you squat, look up. No. <laughs> They'll do. But that's the thing, too. Like you talk about one rep max and I'm. You, you could put four or 500 pounds on the bar and neither one of them would hurt themselves. They wouldn't pick it up, but they would be in the right spot. That, that's the right. beauty of it. Um, mm-hmm. And both, and to brag on both of them a minute, they are, I've trained a lot of people over the years, taught a lot of kids, coached many sports for where they're going. They both earned it. And it's mm-hmm. dedication. Both of them, they have religiously trained for the last year. Like you said, maybe starting late. I mean, I wish I could have got them sooner, but they maximized the year, a little over a year we've had to where there was times, you know, 8, 5.30 in the morning or 7.30 at night, or it, it didn't matter. They made it work. I know one time Kate had a travel season in Orlando, they drove, so you know how far Orlando is from Nashville. You're in a car all day, you get back at 5.30 p.m., 6.30 p.m., she's in the garage ready to train because she didn't want to miss that training session. Um, after That's awesome. He was late to class the other day. He could have easily said, hey, I'm not going to make it. I'm going home. I've been working all day. I'm tired. He's, he's got a summer job. He showed up, got him warming up on the side. He, he hit the 
lift. He knew it was squat day. He did not want to miss the major lift. We can skip some of the cardio stuff because he'll get up the next day and go run. I know that. And that's, um, you know, came to me last year, couldn't do a pull-up. And her goal was to to do one to three strict pull-ups. I can do maybe five to seven now. But we finished a workout on Monday. She was over. And I said, we're going to do one pull-up every 25 And then the volume in her training packet's like 24. She did all 24 with that. You know how it is. At 25 seconds, you do the pull-up, you're getting maybe 22 seconds rest. She hit all 24, and her 24th one looked like her first one. She's in a perfect hollow position. Mm-hmm. Straight up and down. Asher, he came to me. He could do a few pull-ups. I think he can do Asher 15, 16 unbroken, strict, something like that. I mean, so, so same thing. But they only got to that point. All I did was try to put them in the right position, teach them the motor mm-hmm. But they put in the work. And a lot like the pull-ups, I told them, Kate, we're not going to spend, you know, we had two hours a week, one-hour sessions on just doing pull-ups. You want to get stronger, I gave her a program at home with eccentric and um, hangs and tempo push-ups or pull-ups to work on. I go, if you do this, we'll see improvement. And she obviously did. Um, <laughs> we saw that. Now, when she was here, we would do different types of pulls, different type of, you know, supinated, pronated, barbell rows. She go, And that was one of her favorite, too. She They both loved the, the pin-lay style row, um, the bent over barbell row. I would say, Asher, you like that one, too, right? But they do the extra work. Asher, too, I think he does something like 100 to 200 push-ups a day. Um, Sometimes on him, he comes in there, it's a bench day, and he's already done 150 push-ups. I'm like, well, that's kind of counterproductive what we're going to try. A little overkill. But but the point is, I mean, they are. They are disciplined, and and we talk about, you know, you do an hour workout in a day. That's literally 4% of your day. So what do you do? They're 96%. So we talk a lot about nutrition, a lot about slutty, extra mobility work. Uh, I know Kate and I talked a lot about, she's got an extra room program at Vanderbilt that, you know, your nutrition has to change. She needs more energy, more carbohydrates. Um, you know, Asher trying to balance the work stuff too. It's, it's a lot. I think they're both, you know, 30-some ACT, 4.6 GPA. So they do it in the classroom, too, not just the mm-hmm. field. Um, because I get yeah. a lot of people, they want to come get strong, but they don't know why it doesn't happen in two weeks. So uh, I wonder that all the time. Exactly. And you heard them both say, you know, it, it wasn't overnight. And sometimes it's someone else noticing because when you're making those small little improvements, you don't see it right away. Or Asher said three, four months down the road, and he got it started to add some weight to the bars, mm-hmm. you know, they felt, and then they were ready. But you talk about Olympic lifts, like we trained from whatever, June, July till quarantine on deadlift, squat, press and bench. I mean, those were the core and then quarantine, no soccer. We started having some fun with some cleans and even some clean and jerks, but she could do that, but she had the foundation, the strength, mm-hmm the tier of what we call tier zero tier one lifts that you know in a clean you got to be able to be in a good front squat position well she already had that master 
or to pick it up off the ground, the deadlift part. So it's not like she came to me last July and I'm like, hey, we're going to clean and jerk today. You know, that never happened. They, they both right. tell you right. they started barefoot. Um, we started feet and build from the base up. Uh, they can tell you their bracing strategy, how to brace, how to set their scaps, how to externally rotate their femur. Where Kate would tell me she would be at school and she would notice herself pushing her big toe and heel in the ground, rotating her femur just randomly. And and I watch Asher even in class. He's great. It doesn't matter what we're doing. He can just be standing stationary and I'll see him just rotate femurs. Um, so they're both very technically sound is what makes the big difference, uh, which carries over to, like you said, with soccer and injuries, the whole ACL tear. We talked about this last year on our podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was my big focus with Kate. Now, like Asher, not in season, but pressure too. You talk about, you know, we've, we we don't think one rep maxes. The risk reward's not good. Kate and I talk about that on high box jumps too. She's in season. I can't train her and wreck her body and she can't go perform on the field. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have her, her coach mad, her parents mad. She's going to be mad. Um, so here she is I mean, a, a year later. A big hole in your shin. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. She didn't miss a practice, a game, and her strength kept going up, 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 you know, and that, that was our goal. So to do it, you know, safely and effectively, that's why I said I think they don't need a coach now. Like they can confidently go into a weight room and, and like you said, grab that barbell with confidence and probably teach people around them what they're doing. That, that's mm-hmm. about it, you know? Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, that, that's the that's the dream for any coach, right? I mean, oh, yeah. To be able to pass them off with confidence um, to whatever they're going to do next, you know. So, uh, Asher, I didn't ask you, what, what high school were you in? Burnwood High School. All right. Burnwood High School. My wife I graduated from there. Yeah. She was a little older than you, though, when she graduated. I mean, graduated a little longer ago. So, um, well, so West Point, Vanderbilt soccer, like dreaming big, guys. Like you're making it come true. You know, there's there's little kids that are looking up to you going, well, dang, just the same as like you experienced when you were a kid, like that are going, I want to do that one day. Like what's it going to take? They're going to show up at somebody's, you know, maybe it's Coach Q, maybe, maybe it's someone else and go, I saw these people. She's now going to Vanderbilt to be a keeper. Like, I want to do that. I want to be on this track to be a, have a great military career. I want to go to, you know, West Point. I want to go to Citadel, something like that. And they're going to see Asher, like, making it happen. And they're going to be inspired by you guys. We have a rising junior in our Brand X class, and she's already asked to talk to Asher. Like, she has the ambition to go to West Point now. So, like you said, I've got a few – lacrosse girls I'm training now they look up to Kate Kate probably doesn't even know them they'll be juniors but they've seen what she's been doing and where she and they have d1 aspirations to play lacrosse and they're realizing you know they they got to get stronger and like your original quote so when they say strength is not a weakness you also say then weakness is never a strength okay mm-hmm. that's Full, yeah. full on I think it's Mark Bell the Mark Bell project I don't know if you've ever listened to him oh maybe um yeah, but that's all the, the best things are stolen. I think he signs off every one of his podcasts with that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. 
That's really cool. Well, what else guys? Like, uh, you guys have done good things. So what would you tell someone, um, kind of looking up to you? Like what, what would you, what would you say to somebody that wanted to kind of follow you in your footsteps? Do you have any advice, any, any kind of, uh, insight that you might have um you know obviously coach q said your consistency was on point which it had to be for you guys to do what you what you have done and accomplished and will continue to accomplish um but what what would you say to those that are younger than you that are uh, you know just wanting to make change wanting to kind of follow in your footsteps in some way um well i guess it sounds cheesy but like don't give up like there's gonna be days where you don't want to run you don't want to lift you don't want to do something you're tired yeah I don't know but like just do it anyways my mom like I would always say oh I don't want to run today oh I don't want to do this today and then I would come home from it she's like well you're in a better mood Mm -hmm. I always came home in a better mood so yeah I would say just I'll stop just keep working I'm super great at excuses (laughs) Like the night before, I'm like, heck yeah, I'm going to get up and I'm going to do that workout. I'm going to kill it. Here's my game plan. Then I wake up I'm like, eh, it's kind of a <laughs> tough day. I don't know that I want to leave. <laughs> I, think, I, I think missed that a day this was, week. That was Kate's reaction when I added an assault bike to the garage. Fund. Oh. Yeah. See, I, everyone, I, would, uh, I held up on it. We had the rower and I was like, get an air bike. Honestly, she knows we rarely ever did any cardio because that's what they do at soccer. So it was 98% strength based. I would take the devil bike or the rower or the ski or anything still over running. I don't Uh, care. Yeah, Uh, I agree. Yeah. Asher, what you got? What's your insight? Um, Consistency is definitely big, not just with fitness. If you're going for something like Vandy or West Point, just be consistent when you commit to do something. It pays off fitness-wise. Start young. If you can get into a program like Brand X when you're 11 or 12 instead of 16 or 17, you're going to be so much stronger than than you thought you could be. Like, I'll finish a set when I'm working out with Q – you know, I'll put, I'll rack the barbell and he'll say, yeah, if you started when you were 11, that would have been like 400 pounds. My thanks coach. (laughs) (laughs) If I could turn back time. That's right. That's that's my advice. Start now. That's really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys are this four years ago. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You guys are amazing. Okay. Coach Q one last question for you before, before we, or if you have anything else, but yeah. Um, so I get this question all the time, talk about this question all the time, but you are the authority. It's not me in terms of kids development. And, you know, um, what, what, what age do kids, can kids appropriately start lifting? That doesn't mean like necessarily heavy or anything like that, but in terms of getting form and stuff like that, when do you like to start working with a kid? Well, we start with the basic motor patterns I mean, as early as I mean, there's brand X programs that start as early as three. Um, they have mm-hmm. the preschool, like three to five, then school age, you know, five to 12 and then teens. 
Um, but we break it down into explore, express, excel right. uh, with our programming. So it just depends. I mean, you could have a 12-year-old that can lift perfectly safe depending on when they started. They walk in as a 12-year-old, then that's not going to happen. It's going to take time to develop. You know, I got a son that's 13, and he lifts very well. Asher sees him. He's in the same class. He squats, deadlifts, and he does every motor pattern. He could coach you. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. the part about it. So once we get him there, it's perfectly safe. But with the younger kids, it's not about load. It's mm-hmm. about more time under tension um, mm-hmm. because they can't physically express that yet, especially pre-puberty. Their bodies aren't ready for it, but they can, you know, learn how to set up to a bar, a trainer bar. They can do slow tempo sets. Um, Kate will tell you the worst training days was when we would tempo squat, and I would have her do a five-second eccentric, three-second hold, and the isometric mm-hmm. and then she really hated when i had the tempo on the concentric coming back up out of the squat yeah. Um, mm-hmm. she, yeah she was not a fan we did that a lot on deload weeks and stuff i just want to give her body a break and she always thought yeah. those days were harder. yeah i was um, gonna say that is no break one of the worst workouts yeah. i've ever experienced was with a pvc pipe oh, oh my yeah. gosh Oh my god! I still have flashbacks to that, and it was, and that was a well, that was just, a barbell club night. Like we were just lifting, and and they're like, "Now we're just going to use PVC pipe." Yeah. I was like, "Oh!" And then I was like, "I never want to do that again." <laughs> so think about that. Like think 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 about that as a grown man. How you feel? And you think about a kid. That's the same thing. Just time under tension. Their muscles yeah. will adapt and be stronger. But what we're doing. Mm-hmm is we're trying to build the positional consistency. So we always yeah. do range of motion last and you're ingraining that. So like Asher said, they're 12, 13, and then they hit puberty. I mean, their strength gains just go off the charts, but their body's been trained. They're ready for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's no exact age. You don't say, okay, at nine years old, they're ready. Well, it depends on the nine-year-old. <laughs> right, right. Give them to me when they're six and I'd have them lift them at nine. Safety. Yeah, it's still more of like the old adage around of like, oh, yeah. oh you know, it's you know, kid can't, yeah. can't do that. And you're like, well, not necessarily. That's right. No, yeah, yeah. they can't. They can't right. properly coached, supervised. Yeah. It's yeah, don't go out in the garage and get them a weightlifting yeah. set from Walmart with sand in it and tell them to go at it. Like, Well, that's a problem, too. You get people think they can do it on their own. and They're just they're ingraining and reinforcing the wrong movement patterns. When we do get them, we've got to fix so much. It's mm-hmm. so much off. It's super hard to fix stuff. It takes a lot more work as opposed to yeah. learning it right the first I'm time. Rock. Yeah. And that's why I think they've both done well. Kate had more training, obviously coming from soccer, but Asher was so raw. Um, I, I think that's why he does so well. I mean, you, you look at him, on any movement, he you can see the deliberate, you know, getting himself in that right position. And then Kate just picked takes to the training well, but that goes from all her years in athletics. But you get some to come in and their their body's stubborn and they're mentally stubborn, um, trying to get it. And a lot of times they get frustrated, you don't see them, but we're not I always get the well, at school we do this, and then I can name like eight things they're doing wrong. I'm like, well, we're going to move correctly, and and then you don't see them again. That happens sometimes too, but 
Sure. You know? Yeah. But you know, whatever, whatever, you know, what they say, whatever is allowed in your presence is your standard. And, and we've got very high standards that we're going to hold them to. And the people that stick with us can be like Kate and Asher, or they can just go do whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, they, they will probably get injured at some point, you know, I'll say that right now. Yeah, we, um, now we've seen that, which, you know, you never want to happen. You never want the, I told you so, but. Mm-hmm. You know. No, I to, I, I'm, a, I'm a total believer for sure um, in you guys' process and methodology. And so, you know, the, the foundations that you build there are create a lot of sustainable safety measures within right. the human body that helps them be more productive and better athletes and longevity in their bodies, you know, and. And um, that's it right there, the longevity. Yeah, it's not yeah. like Asher, just get ready for your four or five years West Point. Kate, Kate and I talked about it. I said, you know, when you're done with Dandy, you may get into like functional type fitness stuff. And we t- talked about Asher, the same th- thing, hitting the big lifts. Um, mm-hmm. But it's something you can do forever. You know, Kate's not going to play soccer forever. Asher's a little different route I mean, with the Army, but – you know, they can always lift weights. Yeah. You know, I get the parents that are 40 some, they're like, well, 40 some, I can't. I'm like, yes, you can. And yes, you should. You know, yeah. You, you just choose not to. That's all. I'm 40 something. I still do it. That's right. <laughs> I'm the same. I'll be 46 in the fall and I still do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I mean, I don't know. I, uh, it's good. I experience a different life because of it and, and I enjoy that, you know? Yeah. I, I'm a little more harder to kill when the zombies pop out here soon. That's right. Which in 2020, it's got to happen, right? Oh, it's got to happen. It's got to happen. I mean, the locusts are next because the sandstorm's coming through, and then we're gonna have locust, and then it's it's an easy transition into zombies. Yeah. So, prophetic word here. That's right. (laughs) right, Nothing else. We're making them stronger for the zombie attack. Yeah, making them harder to kill. That's harder that's part to kill, of it. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's really the goal of any fitness. It should be like I just want to be harder to kill. Right. Let's just do that. All right, well, guys, uh, it's been awesome to uh, hear your stories, and man, I'm super excited about what you guys are doing and what you're doing. Super proud of you. I know you don't know me from Adam, but I'll tell you what what you're doing is is incredible, and. Um, it's it's not a run of the mill kind of path that you've chosen. You've chosen to do difficult things and stick with them and show up day in and day out, and that's remarkable um, for for people your age. And um, man, I can't wait to see what the future holds for you, and you know all the things you'll accomplish and do and set the tone for and be an example for. It's it's going to be uh, pretty awesome. Um, so, uh, and when you guys come back in town, you're you're always welcome to come come to CrossFit Donaldson and work out, you just let me know. Thank you. Hey. Your, your, your commute, Kate, from school would be a lot closer than Asher's. <laughs> than Asher, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, Dan, thanks for uh, opening my eyes to these two and, and getting yeah, them on thanks for having here them with on. me. Yeah. Um, give us a plug for Brand X because it's, it's an important thing that uh, people need to know about, especially with all the, the teams that are doing – um, sports uh, and stuff like that. Well, they can check us out if they're local at Brand X Nashville. We're out across CrossFit Wilco. Um, we're very active on our social media at Brand X Nashville. 
go to thebrandxmethod.com if they're interested more in their methodology. There's online training courses for coaches. So if, if someone's interested in working with kids and teens, uh, that's where I would send them first uh, because the program is specifically designed to work with adolescents and teens. It's just like, you know, if you got a 10 year old and they have to have brain surgery, you're not going to go, you're going to go to an adolescent doctor that works mm-hmm. on year olds not someone that works on 50 year olds because it's, it's different um, yeah what you want to have the you know like you said science based um information and the latest and what i love about brand x that you learned about last year it is growing evolving it's a living document um and that's what i love about it like from working with kate last year to three four years ago our training changed mm-hmm. she may not remember all that but <laughs> Yeah, 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 and so on the website, they'll be able to find um, maybe some Brand X uh, training facilities close to them um, outside yep. of Nashville. Yeah, there's a stuff. trainer map that they can uh, go to and see it in the area. Uh, it's crazy. I got a call today. A guy in Miami interested in programming. I go, "Where in Nashville?" He goes, "Oh, I know." He goes, "I'd screenshot your Instagram and show my son. This is how he should move." Oh, that's led to a whole other conversation. I'm talking to this guy, but I thought that was pretty cool. He, he called from my, cause I thought he was local. I got love to have you in for a trial class. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, it's kind of difficult. We're in Miami. So, uh, you yeah, know, ran, randomly found us on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Well, all right. Thanks for being on here guys and uh, keep us updated or at least me updated on what you guys are doing. And uh, we look forward to hearing back from you in the future. Okay. Thank you for having us. All right. Thank you. Sure. Yeah. Hey, thanks for listening to the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. On your way out, please take time to subscribe if you haven't already. Leave us a five-star review if you liked what you heard. And also, leave us a comment. Let us know what's going on with you. If you don't mind, stop on Instagram. Give us a little like on the IG at Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Also, you can find me there at fitby40.blog. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.